All right, here we are. Yep, the old potpourri, the old Pat's Puri, the old Vegas casino buffet of leftovers, tidbits, and everything else in Pat's Nation. Uh, Andy, I'd like to start with a quick little game called Either Or. You get Allie to... Berry. Pardon? No, oh, no, no. no. It's not Would You Rather. It's, no. uh, okay, now we all know that. That's out there. All right, now I know what kind of cake to get you for your birthday. Uh, I'd like to play a little game of either or I'm going to give you two options. You tell me which one you would prefer amongst the two. Uh, one that we have bandied about. Uh, now, of course, there's been a little life breathed back into it as well. Of course, last week there was the report, if you will, that T Higgins could possibly be had this off season. If he and the Cincinnati Bengals can't come to an agreement, we imagine that would likely cost the new England Patriots a first round draft pick. If they were to try to acquire him, plus Likely an A.J. Brown or Debo Samuel-esque $25 million per year kind of contract. And now uh, the cold water that was thrown on the DeAndre Hopkins to the Patriots fire. It wasn't even really smoke. It was just like some warm embers, if you will, by Bill O'Brien coming in. Has uh, uh, been revived a little bit. There was a news report from a former Texans coach saying, don't rule it out. It's not entirely a done deal. So. Either or, would you rather have T. Higgins costing you a first-round draft pick and $25 million a season or DeAndre Hopkins, six years older, probably only cost you a third-round draft pick and you get him for two years, $34 million total? T. Higgins. I'm all in on T. Higgins. I'm all in on taking the Patriots' offense to the next level, and we've seen across the NFL for multiple years now you take an offense to the next level with an elite budding star receiver. Uh, I I am all in on that. Now, the the thing I would try to pull the wool over the uh, Bengals' mm -hmm. eyes, is there any way I can keep the 14th pick and trade you my pick next year in the first round of the NFL draft? Because mm -hmm. that would be perfect. Uh, I'm guessing Paul Brown and company. I mean, uh, Mike Brown and company, not that dumb. Um, maybe you can get Paul Brown to do it. If he signs off on it from the grave, <laughs> then you can. <laughs> it's, it's binding. Um, see, I thought you were going to go a different direction here. I thought you were going to ask me two veteran receivers, but um, oh, I've got another. Oh, I've got another. I've, oh, this isn't the first of many okay. either. Or. Yeah, T. Higgins. I'm all in on T. Higgins. Swing for the proverbial Super Bowl fences with a deal for T. Higgins. How about Trent Brown and a third round pick for T. Higgins? Why would the Bengals do that? All right, I was just asking. They're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> trying to well, rid rid the Patriots of potentially well I mean maybe Trent Brown will actually well, we throw in John back, Smith too yeah. <laughs> I've got this <laughs> I've got this bright shiny Isaiah win over here actually no we don't uh, uh okay um I would rather go DeAndre Hopkins as I've said before because I still think he can be highly productive he'll cost you a lot less and I want to use I don't expect the Patriots to have a pick within the top 20 anytime soon or for the foreseeable future. So I would like them. That's what I'm just saying. I want them to make the most of that 14th overall pick. It's a lot to give up, even if T. Higgins does come in and have a Steph Diggs-like effect on the offense and Mac Jones. So I'm going to go D-hop in that one. All right, here's the Ooh. other veteran receiver you thought I was going to go with. I know it's super unsexy, but sometimes unsexy wins football games or get you back to relevant and or the postseason, Andrew. No, you just took a Belichickian approach. What'd you say? It'll cost you a lot less. You know what else cost you a lot less? What? Joe Judge and Matt Patricia last offseason. But in the end, it cost you much more. I dun, want dun, nothing dun. to do with either. Stupid Joe Judge getting paid by the Giants. Uh, okay, here you go. Either or. News came down yesterday that the Los Diego Chargers 
the Los San Diego Chargers uh, may have to part ways with both tight end Gerald Everett and wide receiver, veteran wide receiver. You know, he's not a deep threat. He's not just a possession receiver. He's not really a slot receiver. He's just a very good receiver. Keenan Allen, who will be 31 years old this upcoming 2023 NFL season. His cap hit is $14.25 million. So, Andy Hart, either or, would you rather have Keenan Allen on a, let's say, three-year, $45 million deal, or would you rather have Jacoby Myers, five years younger, on a four-year, $50 million deal? Jacoby Myers. Thank you. Think twice. Thank you. I think Jacoby Myers is a, a key signing. I've said this to you. I don't really care what the contract is. I don't think you'll ever regret having Jacoby Myers on your team. Nope. I think he's a poor man's Keenan Allen. Gets open, catches the football, productive. Thank you. Has a relationship with Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, leader in the locker room as you mm-hmm. transition from the Slater McCordy era, where I think you might need some. Uh, upstanding citizens who are willing to go to the podium and talk for the team, talk for themselves, talk through tough situations and losses. Um, Jacoby Myers is a win-win signing for me. But let me ask you a question. Let me flip the Mm. script. Let me flip the script. Let's just say they go down the veteran wide receiver route this offseason, regardless of what else they do. Via either trade or free agency, because there could be some other big names to hit the market. A lot of teams sure. are way, 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 way over the cap. Would you rather have Keenan Allen or DeAndre Hopkins? Oh, DeAndre Hopkins in a heartbeat. Same. Same. I think DeAndre 100%. Hopkins, we know DeAndre Hopkins um, <clears throat> keeps himself in shape as he ages. Yes. So yes, he, he takes his, uh, you know, you're going to, hey, Hulksters, you got to train, you got to say your prayers, you got to eat your vitamins. Good vitamins. Good, Very good vitamins. vitamins. Uh, I always like to get my vitamins from my dealer. I mean, the store. Well, you know, being in Arizona puts you close to the store. <laughs> but you very, all you got to do is get in a car. You go uh, west a little bit, then you go south. <laughs> That's a, yes. it's a big, big store. So do you think they are in the, no matter what, are they in the wide receiver market? Is Or is it, yes. you know, Myers' yes. first option, then they add to it? Is it they need a number one, so they're looking for T. Higgins or OBJ or whoever you want to sell out there? How do you how do you think they're prioritizing the wide receiver uh, process this offseason? Well, uh, that we'll, we'll figure that out after I ask you my final either-or, Andy. And here we go. Would you rather have free agent wide receiver and – arguably terrific human being, Odell Beckham Jr. I hear he's a blast on a cross-country flight. Or would you rather trade, possibly, to another cap-stricken team? Let's imagine it's likely going to cost you uh, a second-round pick. Mike Evans, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're $55 million over the cap, and they may have to make some difficult decisions. The guy can still get after it. The guy can still get deep. The guy still has that height. And he all he does when targeted appropriately, except of course against Carolina last year, is catch touchdowns. Hmm. I don't really does want he have to... a victory lap season or two in him? He may have one. Now his Daniel Graham like stone hands could prevent that because every mm. time I watched Tom Brady throw him the ball this year, he seemed to be dropping it. Everything um, about it was all off the season. It it certainly felt that way. Uh I don't really love the Mike Evans idea. So I guess I'd go OBJ in that scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Mike Evans might be getting to the uh, Dunsky Christian Fourier land of his career. Maybe one more shot in him. Um, 
But I, I think he and Keenan Allen are both closer to Dunsky than they are to being productive for wow. seasons. Um, so Mike Evans is a one, two, three, four, five, six, nine-year NFL veteran. This would be his 10th season coming up. They were all spent in Tampa Bay. He matriculated his way into the league in 2014. This past season, 77 receptions, 1,124 yards, six touchdowns. His greatest season, one would argue, uh, 2018, 86 catches, 1,500 yards, eight touchdowns, though he did peak hmm. with 14 touchdowns last year on the 2021 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, no, I, I he's he's had a great career. He's probably mm -hmm. a Hall of Fame receiver. Um, I just think he is on the other side of the hill. I think he is what, over the hill. Worth um, a little capital to maybe kick the can at getting a big outside threat who could stretch the offense a little bit, even for a year or two? Not really, because... That feels like an old Patriots move. Hmm. You're not the old Patriots. I need the transformational foundational move. I need the T Higgins. I need the draft a guy and have him for the next five to seven years. If this were 2000, whatever, 10, and I want mm -hmm. to add a veteran receiver who could yeah. put me over the top and put me in the Super Bowl and pair him with Brady and do all that, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I love the idea of Mike Evans or maybe a Keenan Allen, mm -hmm. certainly a D hop, but I'm looking for, the guy I pair up with Mac Jones, assuming mm -hmm. Mac Jones is still the guy, um, the guy yeah. I pair up with Mac Jones for the foreseeable future as as like, you know, they're doing sit downs together and heading into the AFC title game. Hey, Mac, how great was it when T Higgins arrived and how much help was that to you? Blah, blah, blah. Like those types of stories. Um, so, I, yeah, I would go on the younger and it's going to cost you more. But I know. But what about that? What about insert name of giant foundation tackle here that you could grab or yeah. insert name of long, lanky cornerback who may ultimately have to replace John Jones, a guy that I wrote about on Monday for WEI.com, who said he hopes to resign and finish his career with the New England Patriots. But this is his first big foray into free agency. And after the solid season he had switching from slot or nickel corner, however you choose to describe him, to the outside, halfway through camp, no less, and ended and playing pretty well on the outside. Hell, the, I forgot about the fact that he had to switch to safety in Super Bowl 53 as well and did a pretty good job. Like, John Jones's versatility in his leadership, community leader, he's, uh, what was it, the Allen Camp uh, Community Leader Award. He's a finalist. There are five total in the NFL. Like, guys like that don't grow on trees. These are the guys especially with the, like you said, the loss of leadership. You're going to likely lose Slater. Devin McCourty will probably be making his way into the media. You need guys who have won Super Bowls, and you need locker room leaders to stay. So guys like John Jones should be prioritized. Uh, guys like Jacoby Myers should be held on to as well. And yes, I agree with you. In a perfect world, Andy, if it just wasn't going to cost the 14th overall pick, T. Higgins would be my number one choice. But I'm looking at contribution versus value. And that's just such a big, that's such a valuable pick. Like you could do so much with the 14th overall pick. Hell, they might even be able to spin it into a later first, still get somebody they want and get a second out of it as well. Hmm. Or they could blow it on like a tackle out of uh, Georgia or a running back out of Georgia or a wide receiver out of Arizona State. Ah, uh, there's Andy. Uh, there's <laughs> the old, there's the old Andy. I knew he had to rear his head at some point or another. <laughs> I knew. And I, and, and to answer your question before we wrap it up. um, I Wait, I have a question. Yeah, I, I wanted to say I do think they will prioritize the receiver position. I do think they believe, since there are a number of voices in the room that say they need to get faster, they need to get more explosive, and they need to take the top off 
the defense and spread things out for the offense Bill O'Brien brings back in. I do think either via draft, free agency trade, one, two, or three, either or, uh, of any of those means, they'll prioritize it. Uh, my best guess for Keenan Allen, he gets wildly overpaid to go to the Baltimore Ravens, who are the most desperate team for a free agent receiver. And if not the Ravens, because they might be strapped with the Lamar Jackson uh, franchise tag, watch out for the Chicago Bears to say, yeah, we need a steady-handed receiver for Justin Fields in his third year, and we have the most cap room. So here's four years, eight, like a Christian Kirk size deal. I, that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I think that's where Myers is going to end up. I think there's a potential no, for Kobe no, Myers. No, 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 damn it. No, I'm not ready for that conversation. Well, that's why if I were the Patriots, I would try to get that locked up now. ASAMF. Before, before we right. start the legalized tampering, the illegal tampering, or any said form Let's of tampering. Oh, do, do it now. Come on, Patriots. Sign them is here. All right, so, your question, and then we wrap. Yeah, so while you were uh, enjoying Disney and leaving me alone by myself to do mm -hmm. WEEI Football Sunday, um, I was working hard, and I had a whole show planned out, and then a topic popped up that I just didn't see coming, which is why I love the beauty of live radio. Of and that topic was Patriots need to get Baker Mayfield to compete with Mac, and I oh. thought it was like, oh, one caller, and then the text line lit up. I agree. I agree. And then the text line started offering other quarterbacks that they should bring in because it seemed like more than 50% of the audience believed they need to bring in competition for Mac, a veteran quarterback. There was Jacoby Brissett mentioned. There was Sam Darnold mentioned. There was Zach Wilson mentioned. Baker Ugh. was the highest on the list, um, which I found interesting. A, do you think the idea that Mac needs a relative big name or a, an experienced competitor brought in and B would you bring in Baker Mayfield to compete with Mac? Uh, I do not believe Mac Jones needs a big veteran name to come in and push him in the building. Uh, they already brought in a big name to push him in the building. And that's Bill O'Brien. I think Mac Jones is going to respond so favorably, at least in this first season to having a competent play caller and somebody who he respects in addition to looking at how sad sack his 2022 was that the want to not recapture the love of Pat's nation, but the want to actually get back to where he was in 2021 and beyond knowing, as you've mentioned many times that a lucrative payday could be within his grasp. If he has a kick-ass season, that's what's going to be pushing him from behind. He should be running his own race. He shouldn't be worried about beating out Sam Darnold or beating Baker Mayfield out of a job. Hell, He's got a quarterback behind him last year who played two and three quarters excellent games who the fans absolutely loved, who came with nicknames aplenty, who, if Mac Jones gets injured, falters, or shits the bed, very well likely could take the job. That's one of my favorite expressions. I won't apologize for it. Seemed I gave myself the green light to swear there, and I'm okay with it. Seemed unnecessary. Yeah, it felt it felt natural. It was totally organic. Yeah, so I don't now, I do not believe that you need to bring in someone to push him. Would I bring in Baker Mayfield only if there was an injury to Mac Jones? If there were an injury to Mac Jones, something, I won't say catastrophic, but significant enough this offseason, heavens forbid, then I would consider it. But would I now? No. So I think 2023, a lot like we've talked about for two plus years, now in a different way is all about Mac Jones. You have to make a decision. Is he your mm -hmm. quarterback? Is he the mm -hmm. guy for the future? You're going to have to make 50-year option decisions down the road. All those types of things. I believe if you bring in another big-name quarterback, it's like leading the witness. You've already kind of made the decision. You've mm -hmm. lost faith in Mac, and you're like preparing a, a true competition. So I would not do that. 
if also I had to or thought I needed to, Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold multi-city failures would not be on my list. You <laughs> might, you, nor would Jacoby Brissett, who is what he is at this uh-huh. point in his career. That's the beauty of a middling veteran bottom 10 in the league quarterback. Um, the one you could sell me on, and this may surprise people. Go for it. Zach Wilson. Like the ridiculous oh, arm talent number woof. two pick in the draft. If Bill O'Brien can fix him, maybe you have upside there. Again, I wouldn't sign anybody. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Somebody said, well, you should have a uh, a guy who started games in the league ready to go. Well, you got two, Brian Hoyer and, and Bailey Zappi. They both started and won football games in the National Football League. You have Correct. them ready to go. That's enough competition. I'm with you. Bill O'Brien is the story. Bill O'Brien in the Mac pairing is the story. That's what's going to push and fix and mold Mac. But if you had to absolutely tell me, okay, no, we need to sign somebody. We believe we have to. I don't want, I mean, Baker Mayfield sucked in Carolina and then he, he was only, he was available. That's why the Rams took him. They were in He was intermittently mode. good for the well, Rams. Oh yeah. He's a tease. He has yeah. throws and plays where you, I say this when he does one of those five-step drops and then just fires to a guy down the seam, it looks pretty. It looks it like there's a nice pass. Yeah. And then most of the rest of the time you're like, this guy sucks. <laughs> this yeah. guy blows like, so I wouldn't want Sam Darnold, Jacoby Brissett, Baker Mayfield, Really, the only guys you could sell me on would be Wilson for pure upside. We're we're scratching the lottery ticket, and you're like, wait a minute, yeah. there's a couple sevens already scratched off. Is there another seven right there? That that would, and then the obvious one is Jimmy Garoppolo because Bill's affinity for Jimmy and Jimmy's of experience, course. and I think you could, you know, win some games, I guess. But I don't even like. I want Mac. I want Mac for a full year because I want to do a podcast next January and say in definitive terms. Give Mac $200 million or give Mac a swift kick in the ass and tell him to get the hell out. Give him liberty or, uh, or in this case, $200 million or give him death in that case, yeah. not giving him his fifth year option and letting him make his merry way elsewhere. And I think he's going to get that money because if they surround, they already started surrounding him with the right coaches and we'll see if they surround him with the right talent. This is the make or break season. Finally, we're going to get, we're going to get the 2022 we were promised or we hope for. It's just going to arrive. A day late. You know, sometimes there's weather delays when you order an Amazon Prime package and you maybe you, you missed getting a gift on the holiday to give to somebody, but you still give it a little bit late and you still appreciate it. And you try to get over the frustration of the fact that it didn't arrive on time. Am I right or am I right? I'm right. You're right. And sometimes it's delayed by like 10 days. And then before you get to 10 days, like five days in, it says arriving early tomorrow. And you're like, ooh, it went from 10 days to six days. So now I'm happy. That's what I'm looking for from Mac. I can't just have the 2022 I expected, it needs to be the 2022 I expected and then some because no fault of his own, they wasted a year. He's behind the gun. He needs to pick, he needs to make up time somewhere. So let's go, Billy O. Let's go, Mac. I have no idea who I would wish Zach Wilson upon. And as you were discussing moments ago, Andy, I just rifled through all 32 teams or the 31 other teams in the NFL. I can't tell you honestly where the best landing spot for Zach Wilson is at this point, where he could go and sit back for a year and study under an experienced quarterback maybe, maybe a place like Dallas where maybe Minnesota? Dak, Pre- uh, Minnesota. Okay. Minnesota. Oh, and by the way, sneaky, great hire for the Vikings. Brian oh, Flores, yeah, defensive coordinator. Like, no, I think that's a great hire. You have an offensive head coach and now you have a defensive head coach who should mm-hmm. inject very, you know, we saw it here, what he can yep. do 
terms of aggressive play calling. Oh, he'll he'll change that entire defense, the entire tone and tenor of that defense. T.J. Hawkinson on the field and an end of game play like he did with Rob Gronkowski. Miami. Rob Gronkowski at the Miami. A miracle in Miami. Thanks, Ian. Love they already have miracles it. in Minnesota. They don't need to have more. No, you've got they've got plenty in their history as well. Bill O'Brien, the biggest hire in terms of coordinators in the AFC, and now Brian Flores, defensive coordinator for the Vikings. Huge hire indeed. Thanks, folks, for tuning in to another fabulous episode of Six Rings and Football Things with your old pals Fitzy and Hart at Fitzy GFY at Jumbo Hart. Tell your friends, rate, review, subscribe, and share. We really do appreciate you guys being a part of this growing, dynamic, online Patriots community. Until next time, we will talk to you in just a couple days. This is Six Rings and Football Things signing off. Good day. God bless. And as always, go Pats. See you.